AMA 50 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. We are the messenger of good news. It's time now for a moment for the family with Dr. Mary Mann Simon. Hi, Mary. Hi, Gary. Well, the resolution season is here, of course, with the new year. So uh, with this new year, there's resolutions. And what is the new type of resolutions that people are trying to keep this year? Well, when it comes to cultural drivers, those constantly shift. And when it comes to resolutions in this new year, many are going to include something about food. You're right. What's interesting is that resolutions aren't only about eating healthier. People are talking about how they intend to be more channel agnostic using multiple stores and multiple ways to get their food. Yes. The pandemic influence is felt in that shift, Gary. Plus, inflation is driving up food costs. The high price of eating has made a difference for all of us. We need to shop smarter. I'm hoping that some of the new technologies will eventually lower the cost of what we eat. Well, we can certainly hope. We recently took our grandsons to a children's entertainment place. A robot delivered our food, which was kind of interesting but it didn't lower the price. Hydroponic farming and vertical agriculture is growing, and there's a lot of AI-driven food science. So the way we grow, manufacture, plan, and source food is changing how and what we prepare to serve our families. Some of the pandemic shifts have stuck with us. There's a new norm. You're right. The intention to eat clean and pay attention to things like food additives have created what people are starting to call a health halo. Health halo. I like that. That goes beyond wellness. It does. Ingredients are trending out or being avoided like white flour and sugar. What's trending in or being added are foods like coconut milk and almond flour. But honestly, Gary, those food swings have cycled in and out through the years. The bigger shifts are in our perceptions, concerns, and routines. It's all about resilience, isn't it? Staying healthy in spite of inflation and pollution and everything else that's happening in our world. As an early childhood educator, I'm hoping that alongside some of these shifts, the family meals we had a couple years ago during the pandemic will stick around. We know that children who eat with their parents feel better about themselves and have higher reading scores, vocabulary, and grades. You know that I have high school grandchildren living with us, and it's important to me that kids who eat with their family have a lower risk of substance use. That's right. But the sad fact is that fewer than one in three families eat together more than twice a week. Like we mentioned at the top of the conversation, cultural drivers continually change. That means there are always shifts in where we live, how we spend our time, and how we connect. Those elements of life are fluid. We just need to be sure we're investing our time, talents, and energy in what matters. So is there a cheer coming up for family meals? How about a resolution that's worth keeping? This year, let's prioritize family meal time. Hear, hear. Thanks for being on the program, Mary. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. We are the messenger of good news worldwide at KFUO.org.